In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, to give it a little bit of context, I sadly tested positive for coronavirus just as I was about to join the Really 007 team on that opening weekend of No Time to Die, so I had to miss out. And that means I obviously didn't see the film, but it also means that I have no idea how it's been received by not just the Really 007 lads, but also by the Bond fans, by film fans, and by all those who've seen it and the critics. I do know that I think it's done well in terms of box office sales, which is really, really pleasing. I'm really, really pleased about it. But other than that, I know so little about this film. And I have to say it's been one of the hardest 10 days pretty much isolating, obviously because of coronavirus and the knock-on effects of that. But not having seen No Time to Die when a lot of the world has has just been so, so hard. Fortunately, though, I've managed to avoid spoilers. I've managed to avoid even discussion um, about it. So I'm really going in pretty blind. Obviously, I've seen the trailer, but even that I've not seen for months and months and months. So I'm feeling in a really good position where I don't know all that much that's going to happen. But the other problem with that is it leaves it wide open for all my mad theories and all my uh, paranoia as well about what's going to happen with the film and also subsequently what that means for the franchise. So... As I think, I believe the lads did, they all met in the restaurant beforehand and discussed the film. I'm going to do that very briefly now, talking about it with myself, um, airing some of my views and predictions <clears throat> so that they're on record and some of them might sound loopy, some of them might be spot on, we'll have to see. Um, I doubt any of them are spot on, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll indulge you with some of the thoughts that I have. I think each of the Craig films so far have kind of been released to the public and the producers, uh, Broccoli and Wilson, have kind of released each film, watched how it's gone down and then reacted to that. So they watched Casino Royale, saw what the public like and gave them Quantum of Solace. Saw that they didn't like Quantum of Solace, so they gave them Skyfall. Saw that they liked Sam Mendes' version of James Bond, but then got the right Spectre um, and tried to respond to the love for Skyfall, but with more hints of James Bond. And they've just released Bond by Bond, hoping it sits well with fans and filmgoers. I don't think that will be as much the case with this one. I think with this one, they'll be wanting to please everybody. I think they'll be kind of hoping there'll be something for everyone. I think they'll be aiming to give uh, all the people who love Daniel Craig's incarnation of Bond more of that, um, more of the personal stuff. But I also think that they'll be wanting to give him a final send-off that's uh, a good action adventure uh, that's thrilling for people, especially after the pandemic and people want to go to cinema for a good time. I think they're, they're wanting to advertise it as a real cinema trip, um, so I'm fortunate enough to see it at the cinema. And I think, yeah, they'll want to give a bit of something for everyone. For me, the outcome of that, I think I predict that it will please most of the Craig fans. 
and I think it'll probably please quite a lot of regular filmgoers who are passive James Bond fans. It'll be interesting to see how much of the Bond fan world it pleases for the for the purists, the people who love James Bond right from the beginning and who love a good James Bond adventure. I wonder how it'll sit with those with those fans. I think perhaps one thing on the agenda certainly for the director Fukunaga is to spend some of the film maybe dispelling some of the some of the tropes of James Bond perhaps some of his outdated attitudes obviously made that quite disappointing comment about Bond being basically a rapist um, so I think he'll be wanting to portray Bond in a certain different way and even though I think it'll want to be a big adventure I think also at the heart of the story is they tried to give Bond some kind of send-off inspector and frankly it didn't work the film wasn't very good and certainly Bond walking away on the bridge wasn't very impactful so I think given how much they want us to engage and want to get engrossed with Bond's um, sorry Daniel Craig's Bond I think they're gonna have to think of an even better send-off one that will maybe make a few jaws drop or one that will maybe make a few people cry or something like that which is probably something I wouldn't have in a Bond film um, obviously we've seen the final Bond films of all the other actors and they've not been given a, a final send-off but I think they'll be wanting to outdo Spectre he tried to retire and that wasn't emotional or dramatic enough so that's where some of my theories come in which might be a bit mad but one of them is that James Bond will die to try and make it different and on that note I've also got concerns that they're going to make suggestions that the name James Bond is a, is a code name actually and Daniel Craig has just taken on that code name and though he'll die he can pass on the mantle to someone else Rather like how in The Dark Knight Rises, the message is that Batman can be anyone. Maybe they'll go the full hog and copy The Dark Knight Rises next and say, well, James Bond can be anyone. And linked to that, it might be that we see who Bond's heir is. Maybe he passes that mantle on to someone. Who knows? It might be Lashana Lynch or it might be a family member. And I don't mean Blofeld. Um, I remember way, way back that the rumours he's got a child. Perhaps he'll introduce his child to M at the end or something like that. And it's not what I would particularly like to see but it it might happen and it might be done well and might change me that's one of my theories another of my theories which is i'm sure it can't be but i've got a horrible feeling that they might use some of that technology that they use for samuel jackson and also for carrie fisher in rogue one where they digitally uh, enhance the face to make it look like the the young selves are in the films and i'm wor really worried you'll probably be laughing at me saying this those of you who've seen the film but i'm worried they're gonna uh, stick Daniel Craig's face on other James Bond missions like it'll flash back to James Bond versus Goldfinger and it'll be Daniel Craig versus Goldfinger it'll flash back to James Bond in Live and Let Die and it'll flash back to James Bond in Spy Love Me and James Bond you know in, in Living Daylights and that and to try and create some kind of impression that Daniel Craig has been the same Bond but Daniel Craig's Bond films have been just the ones that follow his personal life and I'm worried they'll try and tie it to the series that way. But, I mean, that would be absolutely ridiculous. Part of the reason that I say that is actually, although I did say I've managed to avoid things, in the build-up to the film, when I thought I was going, the soundtrack had come out, and there was lots of references to callback themes. Hans Zimmer's soundtrack's meant to be amazing, I'm looking forward to that, but reference to old themes being used from old films. And I think that might have inspired this daft theory I've got, because I can't think why there'd be using music from former films unless it's the James Bond theme or the 007 theme those that's fine but I don't know and an outside concern is that based on what they tried to do with being James Bond when they were trying to kind of polish up Daniel Craig's hit and miss series I'm worried they're going to try and stick the Honor Majesty's Secret Service soundtrack or parts of it over the top of this to try and convince fans that Daniel Craig has fulfilled that dream of being that emotional bond and I do think even though some of my theories are quite daft and preposterous I think in order to like I say in order to try and create something for everyone they might do something that uh, nods to other films and that could go probably one or one of two ways it could really please bond fans because they're you know they're getting things that make them feel happy from the past but it's also there might be things in this film that divide Bond fans. For some, they might choose, I don't know, a piece of music or a reference to something else that's almost sacrilege and blasphemous using elements from other Bond films. I don't know, I think, for that reason, 
it could be a film that gets a few mixed reviews. Either it's the Bond you want to see or some things it does are a bit risky. I've no idea. But those are some of the theories I've got. Other than that, though, all I can say is I'm about to go in the cinema and watch it. My time has come. I'm by myself. I'm, I'm not with anyone. No outside influences. I'm going in. And just as I said in our preview all those months ago, my underlying attitude to this is that I've been quite worried about the state of the franchise itself and maybe a little less so since I've heard that it's done well at the box office but because I'm so worried about the direction that it's going and where it'll go next, if it will even go next, you know, what Amazon will do with it I'm just going to enjoy this, I'm going to go into that cinema I'm going to grab a box of popcorn and I'm going to enjoy seeing James Bond 007 at the cinema a big, hopefully, a big scale action adventure with some Bond music and pre-title sequence, main titles, Bond song, James Bond music, some humour, some action, some set pieces, hopefully a memorable villain. villain. I really hope for a, a memorable fight with a villain as well at the end. But all those things I'm looking forward to seeing on the big screen. So I'm going to sign off with my predictions and leave that with you and I'll see what comes true and then probably afterwards I'll record my initial thoughts fresh after having seen it. I'm a little bit nervous, I'm a little bit excited, but here goes. Now it is No Time To Die. Dear, dear me. I honestly don't know what to say after seeing that. Uh, it's very difficult to wrap up my thoughts talking to myself. It'll be rambling, but I'm, I'm not surprised. One big trying to be dramatic, emphatic send-off. I bet, I imagine, that's what Daniel Craig demanded. He'll do the last film if he can rock the boat and be the one who does James Bond's death. What a intense strange mess of a film that actually started pretty well, I thought. It started pretty well. It seemed like a bit of an individual mission where the baddies were given some time at the start, but then it just got closer and closer, more and more intense, all about Bond until it's all imploded. That is literally what the Craig franchise has just done. It's just completely imploded. Give me Casino Royale any day. Give me Casino Royale any day. Um, I'm going to stop there uh, because I probably need to cool and calm down, but what a navel-gazing film that wasn't a Bond film, really, was it, at all? Tried to be something more, and uh, I really don't think it was. There's just... In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewellery, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dear me, sorry to be negative. I'm hoping that overnight and maybe tomorrow and over the next few days I'll be able to be more positive. There are positive things about it, definitely, but the overarching problem is what's been the overarching problem with the whole Craig tenure, isn't it? And I think it was only destined to end like this. Anyway, I'd uh, better go home. It's late. It's a long night. <clears throat> uh, get back home. Okay. Hi, this is Anthony Stark. I played Truman Lodge in License to Kill, and you're listening to Really 007. 
Right, Jennifer, <laughs> before you went into the No Time to Die, the film, could, what are sort of your thoughts on like Daniel Craig as Bond? Fit. He's very, very good looking, very handsome, very charming. Really, really like him as an actor and as Bond. I always have been a big fan of his. So I was expecting an incredible performance from him. I was expecting a, an incredible film. Yeah, that, those were my forethoughts for watching <laughs> No Time to Die. We watched a couple of them quite recently, didn't we? We watched Quantum, yeah. uh, Quantum Souls and Casino Royale. You really liked Casino Royale, didn't you, with Eva yes. Green? Oh, yeah, I love Eva Green, especially in that movie. Yeah. Is that probably your favourite? Before No Time to Die? My favourite. Oh. Favourite Daniel Craig? Bond. No, I actually like... I think it's Spectre with Javier, Javier Bardem. Skyfall. Skyfall, sorry, I knew I was going to get it wrong. <laughs> I knew I was going to get it wrong. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Skyfall was my favourite, but Casino Royale is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Are you fed up of me talking about Bond and doing Bond, everything is to do with Bond now? No, I'm not fed up about it. It is your <laughs> lifeblood, so, you know, <laughs> go chase your dream. <laughs> I've shown you a few of them, but you probably can't remember all of them yet, but... Yes. What have you taken from those films? Like, who, who is your favourites and what's your favourite, like, type of Bond film? Or what would you have in your ideal Bond film? It's a bit difficult because Sean Connery, for me, is the ultimate yeah. and original Bond. But I do really, really like Daniel Craig and what he has brought to the franchise. I, I like the fact that he is not as all the, the same as the ones that have preceded yeah, yeah. him. But I don't mean that in the sense of I like him because he's different. I just think what he brings to Bond that is different is something to be admired. I think the character that he's playing, James Bond, is, is a private individual. I know he's doing a very important job, which is a secret job. You know, he's a, he's a secret agent. But I think Daniel Craig, his actual personality as a human being, whilst I don't know him, appears to be very well blended to the role of 007. So for some reason, and as I keep saying, I haven't met him, I just get from him that he, he really suits and marries the role of 007. And I, I've always really admired him as an actor. And not just as Bond, it knives out and other things. Yeah, yeah. I think he's incredible. My favorite Bond film so far, I'm not sure which one is my favorite. Um, I always love anything with Judy Dench in, obviously. And I know she's yeah. been in some before Daniel Craig, but I don't know. I, I don't have a favourite at the moment. That's good. Do you appreciate each of the actors that you've seen? Yes. You don't think anyone's, oh, I don't like them? No, I've not seen any, I'm trying to think, scan. I've not seen any that I don't like. I've seen some deaths that I thought were just a bit, I wasn't keen on them. Was that Licence to Kill? The one where the guy blew up in that. In, yeah, in that. the pressure chair. Oh, yeah. absolutely hideous! <laughs> I can't stand things like that. It's just grim, and I love grim stuff, but that was grim on a different level. I, Is I that you don't like in a bomb imploding film. or popping? No, or no, or... yeah. I don't like my ears popping on the plane. Never mind. Well, yeah, there you right. go. Imagine what he felt like. <laughs> um, yeah, self combustion. No, the, there right. isn't a character that I don't like. Even the baddies. The baddies recently, um, Christoph Waltz, um, Javier Bardemos, yeah, yeah. I think they've been incredible. And is it Rani, uh, sorry, Ronnie Manek? <laughs> Not Ronnie Manek, he's a... He's a Rami Malek. He is a, um, a barrister. Is he a barrister? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah Ronnie Malek. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Um, he's yeah. very good. I like his face. I think he suits being evil. Yeah, well, definitely, yeah. He's got that, <laughs> that look about him. Going into No Time to Die, were you thinking... It's not just going to be another Bond film. Something big could happen. Yes, I thought that only because of all the hype about yeah. Daniel Craig, this this finally being his last one. Um, so I thought there has to be some fireworks. <laughs> but the fireworks that occurred were not expected. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. We had the first thing was that Felix died. Oh, that. poor Felix. Yeah. I know that was that was really sad. <laughs> and after seeing him in Westworld as well it was oh really, yeah, yeah 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 no I, I didn't like the fact that Felix died but then sometimes people that you like have to die to make it more yeah. real a bit like in Game of Thrones when Sean Bean died in like the episode the third episode it's quite early on wasn't it yeah yeah, I know, yeah. it was ridiculous 
But anyway, yeah, I didn't like when Felix died at all. Do you mean you you, did, you felt bad or you, yeah, or you I just didn't think he needed had, to die? Yeah, I he or? had more to offer. Yeah, yeah. Whether he needed to die, I, I don't feel I'm able to give that opinion because I am not such a connoisseur as, as all of you to know his role and whether that was necessary, but I just, I don't know, it, it kind of felt like... I don't know. I just I didn't like the fact that he died. Okay. It came as a bit of a shock and not a nice one. No. But then maybe that's a good thing so that you're always kept on your toes. You don't know what's coming next. You, you don't want Bond to ever be predictable. I think. Do you not? No. No. I don't think it should be predictable. And to some extent, I know this is um, a bone of contention for lots of fans, but we we feel we know where Bond has always been going because of the previous films and because of the books. And sometimes I think it is important to have variety to the extent that it is unpredictable because otherwise okay. you're, maybe you're not going to get new people watching and maybe you'll lose people that currently watch because they'll just think, oh, it's another Bond film, there's going to be some mission, Bond's going to succeed and, oh, the world will be fantastic. And that's kind of the, the summary of what a Bond film is about. And there's going to be baddies along the way. Yes, maybe it does need to be mixed up. But whether it needs to be mixed up in the way it was in this film, I'm not Oh, gosh. Sure. We will get to that. <laughs> yeah. There's all the stuff about Blofeld. What do yeah. you think about that? Like, you know, in the prison when he died. Well, first of all, I thought that his... When we saw the clips of him seemingly not with it... Yeah, um, I thought that was I thought that was deliberately misleading. Yeah, like, yeah, in my yeah. mind, he was obviously acting up. There's yeah, no course, way yeah, that he yeah, was yeah. off on you know some other island somewhere in his mind. Yeah, that was obviously a trick. And then when we saw, I can't remember the locations, but when Bond was at the party with yeah that Cu really Cuba. gorgeous yeah in Cuba yeah, and yeah. there was the eye. Yeah. And I, I thought that was really good. Pretty sick, but really good. It's such a good idea. Like, how gross that he's from Belmarsh. He's, he's like, manipulating yeah. all these specti. Very good, yeah. In, in uh, Cuba. I thought that was incredible. I really liked that. So I was happy that he wasn't off his tits in Belmarsh. But, yeah, when he came, when, when there was that meeting with him and Madeline, and Bond was there, and he came, like, on this sort of motorized yeah, yeah. old sparky would be old sparky i thought that was funny because it was just a bit like silly yeah i mean i don't know what belmarsh is actually like but i doubt anybody is attached to that but yes the way he died obviously um with the the specti drug um i don't know i didn't see it coming but actually no i did see it coming when bond touched madeline that was obviously yeah, for a yeah, reason yeah. that she was like, no, I knew that something was going to happen. But it was quite an abrupt death, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the interaction between Bond and him before he touched him was possibly too emotive for me. We haven't seen, I don't think, I know he was incredibly sad, as was I, when Judy Dench died. Yeah. But this is the first time I think we've seen him be so... There'd be so much dialogue around his emotions and around him being inflamed. And it's, it felt a bit like he was slightly more human and less professional. Yeah, which I don't yeah. have a problem with because we are complex beings, human beings. But I just, it seemed unlikely. When I watched it, it seemed unlikely that scene when he was just about to put his hand around Glowfelt's neck. It seemed not quite right. No. He got annoyed in Licence to Kill when, you know, Felix was fed to the sharks and Felix's oh, yeah. wife was killed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all about revenge. But And I know, of course, this was the last Daniel Craig film, but Blofeld's always been like an overarching enemy for him to sort of just die half a Yeah, through. in such an almost insignificant yeah, way. Yeah, he didn't see it, really, did he? It, yeah. um... And again, I mean, you know, some people might think that's quite clever that he was such an overarching baddie villain nemesis and he died in a very quick effective and unexpected way yeah um that even bond did wasn't aware of at the time because you know he put his hand around his neck and he was strangling yeah. him but he wasn't intending to kill him because he didn't know he had that thing yeah, on his yeah. Hand from and that, that was 
Saffin, the yeah. other baddie who's got um, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So maybe maybe that is just the really clever way of doing it, but it just felt slightly shortchanged, I think. Yeah. The, so the Saffin, the villain. Yeah. He was. Kind of, it was like a, it was like a horror film. The opening, and it showed him killing Madeline's mum and stuff. Oh yeah, like dragging his leg yeah, in the snow, really sl- like you know old school baddie, um, old school horror movies where the yeah. baddie. I've always laughed with you about it, where the baddie is like you know dragging one arm and one leg, and for some reason, no matter how fast <laughs> yeah. you're going, they always yeah, yeah. catch you. And they always get up. Yeah, and you they think al- you're dead. Yeah. Then, yeah. So yeah, that was um, that was interesting. Yeah, and the whole saving her. Yeah. In what? reality, he wouldn't have saved her, would he? I still don't really, don't really know why, why did he save her and then come back to see yeah. her 20 well, years. Yeah, you see, this is potentially the next film because all that time, as you say, has elapsed between him saving her under the ice. I would see, yeah. And, and we'd, we've not seen where she went, what he did with her, whether he was involved in her upbringing, whether there was more to their relationship than we, we see. Do you know what I mean? Because when he came to her office as a psychologist... Yeah, yeah. She didn't recognise no, him. No, she didn't recognise him. But she... Um, so that might imply that she he wasn't in her life as yeah. an adult. Yeah, But... He didn't seem to have aged, though, did he? But well, I don't no, know whether that's to do when with... when we see him approaching her house when she's six or however old, yeah. his face looked a lot more veiny and, in, and yeah. he was obviously injured. So I know he had the mask on, so Yeah, he might have had plastic yeah. surgery and all sorts. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I just... It's, there's potential for a story there, and maybe that's the way why it was done that way. They can always do spin-offs now, can't they? Since I don't Amazon like have got it. Yeah, I know. Keen on spin-offs. The only spin-off that I've enjoyed is the Good Fight. I was just from I knew you to say that from the, from the Good Wife. <laughs> that is the only successful spin-off, and that's because the majority of the characters are still in it, save for a few. Yeah, yeah. It's more of the same, isn't it? Exactly. Well, so, yeah. Exactly. Because they, didn't they say there was going to be a spin-off on Game of Thrones, but that's never... No, there is. It's not. It's going to come out soon. I think. Oh, right, yeah. OK. I think it's a, obviously it's a prequel. Yeah. But that, that, that's probably going to be all right, isn't it? More yeah. the same. We've been a bit, not upset, but the Honor Manchester Secret Service themes and we have all the time oh, in the yes, world. yeah. Do, what do you think about them? Being used. Yeah. I personally don't have a problem with it, but I remember I'm coming from it as, yes, somebody that's grown up with Bond, but perhaps isn't as emotionally invested in it as yeah. you <laughs> well, and, no. your, and your really 007 <laughs> cohort. <laughs> cohort R, get a life. But no, yeah. I, I, um, I actually quite liked it because it was, you know, he was saying to Madeline, we have all the time in the world, and yes, I know the song came in the background. I liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I understand your umbrage with it, but I liked it. It was just because it was... It's meant to be a different timeline. No, I know. Because it's like, you know, reboots. I know. And that was for when his wife... Well, yes. it, it, it wasn't just when she died. It was like falling in love with her. And all. No, I get that. But if you think about it, that's when his wife, the whole situation with falling in love with his wife and Bond being married. I mean, what an epic thing to happen and her having that yeah. horrendous death. But then Madeline, it would seem, as opposed to Vesper, because there were those issues with Vesper. Yeah. You know, Madeline was potentially the next person he would have married. He loved her that much. He was desperate. So did you buy that? Did you buy that they were... Yeah, yeah. I, the chemistry. I, yes. I, oh, good, okay. I, I, it was slightly different from with Vesper. I think with Vesper it was more obviously overtly passionate. With Madeline, it was slightly more... He was obviously older. Yeah, but yeah. Not in a creepy way. No, 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 no. But no. it was a bit more slow burn, I think. With Vesper, I think you always, or I certainly always thought there was something else going on. As in, I didn't. Oh, because you knew she was going to betray him, so. Yes, but it was a betrayal of sorts. I don't think, although she had a mission, I don't think she wanted to cause him harm. No, definitely not, no. And likewise with Madeline, I don't think she wanted to cause him harm, but just, I think Vesper was more in control of herself and what she was doing. Yeah. She's yeah. a bit more of a mature character, is what I'm trying to say. And so, going back to your original question with the whole, we have all the time in the world, 
I actually like it being brought in in this film with Madeline because it's a similar scenario. It's somebody that he's fallen in love with. I know she wasn't his wife, but she potentially could have been. Well, had a child. And then, exactly, we find out mm. the, the biggest thing of all. That, so I think that's quite clever. Because of the main big thing that happens at the end. Yeah. Which we'll get onto. The fact that he had a kid seems to. I mean, that would be bigger than anything. Without the ending, wouldn't it? That's massive. Yeah. Do you like the idea of bonhomie a kid? I mean, he's, he's I, human, isn't So he? it's not that I don't think that he should have had a kid. It's just that the way it was dropped into this film is just a bit... It just didn't sit right, I don't think. And I know he spent a good 10 seconds looking at her when he was at Madeline's house when he'd returned to Norway. And she was like, he, she's not yours, she's not yeah, yours. Yeah, why did she say like, that? her then? eyes. Because she knew he could see that. But why do you think she didn't want him to know? Because he may have, he may have not, he may have chosen not to to deal with the mission in the way that he, right. you know, if you bring emotion into things like that. And remember, agents He's a very like emotional that, guy. are supposed to <laughs> not be emotionless, but when they're on a, a mission, they they're, they're not supposed to think about their family, yeah, yeah. completely disassociate themselves. So she was probably trying to protect him in that regard. Very good actress, wasn't she? The girl. The little girl, really? yeah, so cute. It makes me wonder whether, <laughs> in actual fact, it was actually her parents who were around in the scenes that, you know, oh, yeah. they've just made it. Like being picked up by Safin. I mean, how terrified would she have been? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Unless he off screen he was being really nice about it. He her. is not, he will not yeah. kill you. No. He will not <laughs> no, kill you. No. It is just the joke. And she's like, doo doo. Was that the, the little <laughs> rabbit? <laughs> I've lost Dudu. So oh, cute. Jennifer. Yeah, I didn't. Just on that point, you know, when he was going out of the. He had to get out of the exploding island and he friggin' found Dudu. That really pissed me off. Like, what? You're gonna die now because you spent I, 20 seconds looking at Dudu. I wasn't happy with that at all. Silly. I hated it. I hated yeah. every second of it. <laughs> because in my view, James Bond, Daniel Craig, did not need to die. No. Like, you know, he's got. He's got experts back in England. Even if he had to just live apart from Madeline and the baby Bond for two <laughs> years while they find an, a, an antidote, he could have done that. Did he really need to die? No, he didn't. So I'm very annoyed. Daniel Craig, come back. Yeah, I mean, if they'd have done it sort of like they didn't show the... Or they just showed the missiles landing. Yeah. There could have been that opening. I know Daniel yes, Craig said that's it now. I, yeah. I don't think he will come back. But yeah. if they did, if he did come back now, it'd be a bit silly, wouldn't it? Yeah. They had the like drinks at the end for him, didn't they? Yeah. I think you know. He, yeah. Do, but do you think it's that that version of Bond is dead? It doesn't mean that the next one will just be like as if that didn't happen. Do you think? Or? Interesting. Well, because there will be another Bond who's alive. So. <laughs> I don't know because I can't quite remember how all the others have followed on between different actors. Has it has it been as if it's not been a you know has it been a continuation as in there's not really been a different actor, yeah, it, but there has been a di different actor, the, or is it a completely new story every it's time just, there's a new actor? Because they started them when Ian Fleming was still alive. Yeah. They didn't do the books. Sorry, they didn't do the films in the order of the books. But then, of course, when they filmed on Her Majesty's, it was like, well, hang on, he gets married in this, we're going to have to do that, aren't we? Yeah. But then by the next one, it was just back to normal sort of thing. Right. And since then, there's been the odd reference to his wife dying. Okay. Occasionally. So the story and, runs and that, throughout it. Yeah, yeah. I think Pierce Brosnan didn't really mention it much. And then, but it's because the Danny Craig ones are, they are a reboot because he's a rookie in yeah. Cinderella, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Vesper, that's based on the book. Yeah. But then they haven't sort of remade them. Right, okay. So it's, it's slightly mixed up. Yes, because, like, as you said, you referred me to the end where they're having a drink. You'd think that at least everybody in that room is going to continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good, though, like you said, I think you said at the time, it was good that they weren't sort of just, I don't know... A, a massive mournful session for him. Yeah. But he was like, no, no, that's, he's dead. No, we that, carry well, that's on. what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought because that would be the reality. Yeah. It's like, cheers to him, but you know, we've got to save the country, we've got to save oh. the world. And I think that that's quite that's what it would be like in reality. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm not comfortable with him dying, and I don't 
I'm, you know, in a way, of course, he's a human being. He, I'm sure agents out there existing in reality have families, have children. So I don't, I don't take an issue with them having a child, but the way it was introduced and the effect or the impact it had upon him such that he felt he needed to die when there seemed to be quite a lot of opportunity for him not to die. It just, seemed, yeah. that seemed unbonded. Like, you know, he, he's so used to, we see him risk taking throughout the all of the bonds you know everything's so last minute he's he pulls a trigger or he presses a button at the very last second when you think he's got to die but he doesn't how would he not leave an island thinking there must be a way to find an antidote that troubles me with him because it's, it's like bomb, he gave it? up yeah yeah and was he giving up because he felt like he'd come to the end and he needed to do some sort of sacrifice in which case there was far too much emotion. Or was he giving up because he suddenly becomes weak? In which case that's not bond. So any way that I look at it, I don't accept the ending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending it back. I don't, yeah, I'm sending I it back and I want, you, I want Phoebe Waller-Bridge to rewrite the ending yeah, if she's yeah, yeah, anything yeah. to do with it. Because when I first watched it without you the first time, yeah. I did think... I think you'll probably buy the emotion, but it is—it's such a big thing to happen, isn't it? Like, it, what, it was well done, and like I said, Hans Zimmer's music was lovely. And oh, it was incredible! It was harrowing. It was. But so it's more good. the reason why he's doing it. I didn't like, yeah. say he didn't need to. I die. don't. Yeah, yeah. It, it did because it, it wasn't like. Well, if he had, to, I thought it was going to be had to hold that thing, the lever in place. Yeah. And if he didn't hold yes, that in place, exactly. it, it wasn't the lesser of two evils. No, it was no. like I could survive this and go and live somewhere yeah. else yeah. and continue being bond, but I'm choosing to die. I know he had, he was shot and he was looking, but you know he'd yeah, lost a lot of blood. Look but what then happened in Casino Royale. I mean, yeah, he yeah, was really yeah, dead in that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she saved his life. Yeah, actually. and there's yeah, the yeah. other one which I always get wrong when I think it's Pierce Brosnan, but you said it's not. Where his was it where he deliberately lowered his um, blood pressure or something so that he appeared dead. I think I might be conflating different films, but there's one I'm sure where I, know. I thought it was Praise Brosnan, where he's yeah. like in ICU, well not ICU, but like somewhere, yeah. and he lowers his blood pressure until the point where he seems like he's dead. And then what? I'm con- well, he, he lives, obviously. <laughs> I'm convinced it's James Bond, and I'm convinced I can't remember it's Pierce Brosnan. I'm convinced Judy Dench is in it, but I think I'm just making it up. A bit like I made up that Lindsay Dent was playing the line of Juicy tune on the piano. Oh, I was convinced for that. No, for, I, for years. In some universe that exists, Jennifer. It does in my parallel universe. <laughs> but anyway, I don't think Bond needed to die, and I think he did. He knew he didn't need to die, and I'm disappointed that he's dead. Just going back to sort of the overall film, did it, it, it flied by, didn't it? It wasn't like boring, you know, it wasn't boring, was it? No, it was really, really good. It was three hours something, wasn't it? I really enjoyed it. I never felt bored or it didn't feel like that long. Um, one thing I do really like about Bond movies, actually, is that they can get away with an unusually long introduction, you know, before like... That was the longest ever. Yeah, mean, it was incredible. By though. a mile. I thought, I thought yeah. it was so good. But no, I love that, and I think it's quite unique, and I like the fact that they have that. No, I, I enjoyed every part of it. Obviously, the locations are oh, incredible. Yeah. They have to be on our list of places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what was the first place called? Matera. Matera. Yeah, oh, yeah. my goodness. Talk about us. That is just... I know. So beautiful. Um, I expect David, licensed to queer, will be going there with his husband. Well, yeah. maybe we can go together. As yeah, a yeah, be up for that. That would yeah. be incredible. Yeah, yeah. That would be absolutely He might have been there already, I don't know. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. he can take yeah. us back with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that material looks just divine. Uh, and the other locations as well. Yeah, I know we, we've got a sunset here in... It's unbelievable. In Radcliffe. No, we're not in... <laughs> no, in Berry. In Berry, well, yeah. Berkle, yeah. Berkle. Quite the same <laughs> material, but anyway. You know when they're like... Burning the secrets and they go, Yeah, like, yeah, things. it's very you. Though. Yeah, very me. Mine would be like a massive sack full of secrets. Oh, no. Burnt no. Off. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the film. It's beautiful. The clothes are beautiful. Yeah. Bond is beautiful. The women were beautiful. The action was great. I really loved them. I always forget her name, the girl that's in Knives Out. Anna Diamas. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. she's so really, really attractive, girl. And I really liked her character because she is technically a Bond girl. She looked 
remarkably wonderful and her action was just so good like amazing her her moves and everything in that beautiful slinky dress <laughs> and she just had this very kind of like unassuming kind of rookie attitude to yeah. it you know and i just i thought that was brilliant i really enjoyed that some people have said oh i wish she was in more but no, she, she was no, in it for the, yeah. what she was needed. For what she needed. And of course, if she, she comes in more, she's great. If he hadn't died, yeah. she could have been in more films, couldn't she? Yeah. That's I just annoying. loved the way she was like, well, this is me, and then like shut the door. Like She was so kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Doing her job. And even when he went in at the beginning and she, he thought that, you know, he was doing his usual Bond, like, thinking, oh, wow. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. I think he was, was like, just oh, joking, no, no. wasn't he? No, yeah. No, yeah, I know. Because this Bond wouldn't do that, would he? I don't well, no, he wouldn't, no, no. but I just, I thought it was quite funny because she... Yeah, it was, yeah. She but, kind no, of, no. like, was just like, oh, no, no, just, you know, yeah, <laughs> you need yeah. to change sort of thing. I really liked it. But no, I, I really like her. I admire her as an actress and as the director. Yeah. I thought she was great. Would you like to do some of those Imagine, action scenes I'd yourself? I'd absolutely love to do those action scenes. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Where am I going to do it in TK Maxx? But, um, and then obviously the new, the new, or oh, should we call her 007? Yeah. With an asterisk. I thought she was good. That was, it was annoying because the press had made it out like, oh, the new Bond is a woman. Oh, well, he's retired, so obviously yeah. someone would take his place. Well, yeah, it? exactly. It's fake news and it's yeah, the way they played it. I know. But, no, I thought she was excellent. I thought she was very, very yeah. good. And I liked the fact that she was sassy with him. As in, she was like, you know, I am 007. But of her own accord, because of what was going on and because of the relationship and the history, she herself was like... I want him to have his title back. Yeah, I, yes, I yeah, really, true, yeah. really admired that. She respected him by exactly. when she got to know him. Exactly. Yeah. I really admired that on a human level because I thought that's what more people, I know this is digressive slightly, but more people need to be like is to, instead of always competing with people, you know, call it where it is and be respectful of people's expertise and they might be yeah. older, they might have done this before you, but it doesn't make them redundant. Sometimes people just know better. And I thought that was a really, really lovely part of the yeah. film. I and mean, they worked together in harmony and it was all yeah, very well, nice. Yeah, Although, you know, some, someone said maybe, why didn't Bond just leave with his family? And then she, she, she's a double agent, why didn't she kill something? Yeah. Solved it all. Would have been a very good ending. No, but, it yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, they would have helped. Yeah. And I was a bit annoyed that Sappin was still on the friggin' island waiting to kill Like, Yeah, where did he go? I don't know. What was he doing? Just, <laughs> I thought he was a good baddie, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I happy. just don't really know what, I don't know what his plans were. Yeah, the only well, thing I like yeah. about the ending is the music, because it was oh, incredible. Yeah. We love Hans Zimmer. So. And obviously the yeah. missiles going off, but it was all yeah. very epic. But yeah. I, I didn't want him to die. <laughs> You're good. What on earth is going on? So oh, depressing. I was laughing towards the end of the film because it was one of those, if you don't laugh, you'll cry situations. So I chose to laugh. It was like, what are you doing? I half expected you would cry at the end, but you'd already started laughing by the time. Yeah, because it was so... You probably because you'd be like, oh, Tom isn't gonna like this. I, don't, well, I knew you yeah, weren't yeah, liking yeah. it. I knew you weren't liking it at all. But it was definitely. I had to laugh because I was just like, this is so depressing. <laughs> but then again, what I'm thinking is, as much as I do not appreciate that ending, maybe, maybe there are loads of people that yeah, do, and yeah. maybe it's a really clever way to have dealt with it. And it's just that I'm not a fan of it. You know, you can't We've grown up everyone. with it, haven't we? You know, Bond, obviously. You exactly. don't even think about it, of course he's going to survive. Of co exactly. It's a given that Bond will yeah. live another day, because he always does. It's a given that Bond will be the one person. It's a bit like the, the roadrunner on the coyote. Yeah, if you remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he will always get beep, beep. Very good. And no matter what the, road, the coyote does with the TNT bombs, with all the amazing plans, he will always end up blowing himself up. <laughs> and Bond is the, is the roadrunner. Me, me. Whoever's done this has changed it so that well, the Roadrunner hasn't succeeded. I think it was probably Daniel Craig's idea. I don't know. I don't yeah, but know. even if it was Daniel Craig's idea, he had a vision, he was given artistic license to do it, and we have to respect that. Just because we don't like it doesn't mean it maybe wasn't the right no, thing no, to no. do. Because remember, 
everyone can't be pleased. It's about no, like, politics. Not everyone likes Roger Moore's Bond or no. everyone likes Timothy Dalton. But... No. I like all the Bonds. Yeah, of course. I just, yeah, I just thought yeah. Sean Connery was the best. Yeah. And I really like Daniel Craig. I've always really championed Daniel Craig. I know that to begin with, people didn't think he was he was right because, you know, maybe he was blonde. He was a yeah. bit too serious and, and less charming but I think he's incredibly charming I think the charm in a different of Daniel way. Craig yes in a very different way comes from his his kind of offishness yeah yeah he's not as in your face as the rest of the Bonds were the, the very what you would call normal swarthy men that you can see a mile off at yeah. a bar. Daniel Craig was a very unassuming yeah person I'm not at all predatory and I really like that about him going back to 007 yeah I don't know was it good to see a black woman being a I don't know you know a double O agent or were you not bothered about that or? no definitely I think it, it it's not that I was secretly champion champion in sorry I can't speak <laughs> that much to drink now championing the only way I could get Jennifer to do this <laughs> no, I'm joking. um but I thought she's I think she's an excellent actress. She did a very, very good job of the role. And of course, I mean it's the first time that we've seen someone like her in, in that role. And and you know, it wasn't it wasn't as if it was like we need to get a black what you know, check woman check in this role. No, no. So therefore we're gonna do this. She was she was you know, powerful, but she she wasn't like. What's, what am I trying to say? She wasn't. She wasn't a cliche. She, of a exactly, black person she wasn't or a, a cliche. She wasn't fake, no. and she had so much humanity and empathy in yeah. in the way that she dealt with things. Obviously, to begin with, they were slightly rubbing up against each other because Bond was like, "What? I've been my 007 has been taken by somebody yeah. else." And obviously to him, it wasn't that he, it had been taken by a black woman. It was just that no, it had been no, taken. no, 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 no. But they formed, they had a mutual respect from the offset, and yeah, they had a bit, bit of banter. But I really liked the way their relationship developed. Yeah. You know, they had mutual respect up to the end, and I thought that was brilliant. But no, I did think it was great to have a strong black woman who wasn't being stereotyped in the way that black women often are in movies of, in different genres um, yeah I, I thought that was really really good but I don't think it was done to tick a box I think it was just it just fitted the way that the movie was supposed to be it was filmed two years ago you know it's not like it's it's been done oh you know because of all George Floyd and oh all this exactly stuff, you know, because like, loads of stuff has been done because yeah, of George yeah, Floyd yeah. loads of stuff has been done to try and tick boxes and to make yeah. people think that you know we're not a racist country well I believe we are a racist country and I don't think I don't accept that we are so much better off than we used to be and there are a lot of people playing the token game and appointing people because of their race because they think it makes them suddenly look better um, and you know, I have my own views on that, and I'm not suggesting anyone should share them. But I don't think what was done with Bond with her was was that. Um, no, I mean, and if it was, I don't think. Even though I keep saying I don't know Daniel Craig, but I just get from him, I don't think he would have stood for that. No, I th- you know, going into it, you get the usual, oh, this is woke, you know, something, yeah. something like that. And then, I've, thankfully, since it's come out, I've not heard any comments again you know I've heard like oh she wasn't in it enough or she was a bit yeah. annoying but I've not heard any oh she was just a cliche or yeah, something yeah. like that well, that's thankfully good. that's really yeah. good that's really good because with the whole she's annoying or she's not in enough that's kind of you know personal isn't it like people are going to different yeah. opinions yeah 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 that while we're talking about this actually yeah we're presuming the next bomb is a man yeah <laughs> I think I think they've said the producers they've said he definitely definitely yeah. will be a man. Is is there any would you you know like Idris Elba's been talked about before? But was there anyone in terms of what he looks like or anything? Would you mean? Is it just I, how would you decide who was going to be well, Bond? Or? Personally, I know if it's baby, Stephen says Idris Elba, but he might be getting too old now. Right? I don't know. Idris Elba seems to still look pretty hot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I don't know what he's like in terms of being able to do all those stunts and stuff. 
Um, I don't have a thing for what he needs to look like. And you know, I'm all for it being a really good looking, strong black guy, of course, yeah. being black myself. But <laughs> Spoiler um... alert, for <laughs> This is, you can't see this. Uh, you can't see me, but I'm very dark-skinned and I have an afro, <laughs> and I love it. So, um, but no, Idris Elba is—he's incredible, obviously. Um, I'm not quite keen on the whole Reggie. Um, yeah, I don't, well, you've seen Bridget, I've not seen it. I think he still looks a little bit young and fresh yeah. to be Bond. To be honest with you, I've heard a lot of some people say he's like Bond preschool. Yeah, like. I, I want to be surprised. I want it to be someone I don't really know about. Well, I don't want it to be yeah. someone who's been mooted in the press. No, I can understand yeah. that, yeah. but I think Reggie Jean is not right for Bondi. Not yet. No. Um, I, I do like the whole unknown person because I think it helps. If he's going to do like four or five films, I think it might actually be quite good if he's not all, all, already like Henry Cavill or something. Yeah. I, I mean, and I would like Henry him, Cavill, but I agree. Is the he's already gone and have loads Superman. of parts. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I'm not sure you should be... Yeah, yeah. You know, like Hugh Jackman might be good, next. but... Oh, he's Jackman. Wolverine, it's difficult. Well, Hugh Jackman, yeah. Um, Still looks good for his age, doesn't he? I mean, not, Hugh Jackman does, but I would have... This sounds awful. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted him to... Well, he couldn't have had an Australian accent, could he? Because he's... Am I... No. He would have had to have been... No, busy. he could do. He could do. No, he could, he could have done the accent. No, Hugh Jackman could have been very good, actually, yeah. thinking about it. But he would have been... He would have done it instead of Daniel Craig, rather than... Oh, now, I see. He? But he still looks very, very yeah, good. Yeah. But I, I'm not really sure. I haven't seen much to know who I would think of as a an unknown oh I mentioned to you the other day the guy that was in Grandchester and the Happy Valley that you've not oh, yeah. seen but you said he looks a bit too evil <laughs> I forgot his name yeah, yeah. Oh, J- James Norton I think yeah. he's called yeah, yeah I think he could be a good bond possibly does he could be a good baddie but I think if he I think he could yeah. be a good bond yeah he's got an edge to him but is that what you, for the next bond is that what you want or do you not do you want something a bit different or you don't want to copy Daniel Craig, do you? There's no point. No, 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 I'm not suggesting you need to copy Daniel Craig, but I obviously don't want someone that's just like so unbonded just because it's like yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm trying to say yeah, is yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want people to try so hard to <laughs> satisfy a load of other people who have a lot of power that they make it so unlikely. And I don't mean that at all in an offensive way. I just mean... Bond is supposed to be, in my mind, the person that Bond is needs to be a strong man. I do think he needs to be a man, my personal opinion. He needs to be a male. He needs to be private. He needs to... Do you mean the actor? Or the character? As in he's not as emotional, Roger? Yeah, as in he, he needs to have the ability to empathise but also the ability to shut that down if he needs to in, a, say, way, in a way that the like, of no time to... <laughs> somebody that works with a secret service needs to be able to do yeah. the people that dropped in on, on Osama Bin Laden couldn't be people that were crying all yeah. the time, they need to be able to disassociate themselves from their emotions but in a way that they can also re-trigger them so a complex individual and Somebody that is 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 not easy to anger, not easy to to rouse. But I, I don't watch enough to to be aware of enough kind of unknown people to tell yeah. you who would be a good person. You just like look forward to seeing somebody and then look forward to seeing how they play it. Yes, exactly. But I just hope that when they do have the next bond, he's not. He's. I, I sincerely hope he's not trendy in inverted colors. Yeah. yeah. He can't be trendy. He just has to be an unassuming, suave, charmed, really good-looking <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And we have to be confident that he will protect us. And yeah, when I say yeah, yeah, yeah. he will protect us, that's not to say that I don't think women can protect <laughs> us. Because I am, you know, I'm all for women being strong. I'm a strong woman. I am a feminist of sorts, but I'm not a feminist that wants us to supersede men. I'm a feminist that wants men and women to be equal. That's the point as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, but I do, I personally think Bond should be a man. Yeah, superb. So, 
just to conclude, Jennifer, was it so? Was the film? How did you feel immediately after? Were you like on a downer, or were you like, oh, I enjoyed it, but I it was a, it was a it was a cacophony of feelings. <laughs> Good word. I was I loved the film. I loved everything about it. We well, didn't love everything about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> let me get there. Yeah, yeah. Apart from Bond dying, I do not think he needed to die. I did not like the fact that he died. I don't like how he died. I don't like why he died. It was just... And it wasn't even that it was, like, ripping the plaster off. It was just... It didn't need to happen. And I'm not sure why it did, but me not being sure why it did might just be because I haven't got the vision of the, the creators. They, in their next Bond film, might explain why this needed to happen. And let's await that with bated breath, but I just didn't... I didn't, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the ending. The music was incredible. The scene yeah, was yeah, incredible. Yeah. Daniel Craig looked incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad. It was awful. But I don't think he should have died at all. Because he retired in the last one, so they probably thought, we don't want to do that again. Yeah. So maybe this is the only way out. But they could, like you said, they could have even just had him going off a nice happy ending with his kid. Yeah. I don't know, you know, it's, because it, it slightly worries me about the future of Bond now. Yeah, How, is yeah. Bond going to be a bit more like... What's that thing I used to watch? In It was based in America and there, were the, there was kind of like the mixture of families. But I stopped watching it. Can you remember? It had that really gorgeous... Tom Sully? No. Uh, Not the... You know, there were, there were like... <laughs> there was an old... There was a dad of the, of the... So there's a husband and wife and the wife's dad had a wife who her real name is Sophia something. Oh, modern family. That's it, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I don't want Bond to become, to think that it needs to no. catch up in inverted commas. I'm doing the inverted commas sign with my fingers with the times. It's not and so become some Exactly. It doesn't need to, to develop in a way that people think life should develop. It doesn't, that doesn't need to happen. Bond is not that. And I, I don't, I'm worried slightly at the, with this ending that Bond is going to become something that it was never in, it's not even that it was never intended to be. It's just that it, it well, basically what it boils down to, it won't sit right with me if Bond all of a sudden becomes some, <laughs> I don't know, hay bailing, lying in the middle of Deansgate, stopping the traffic or the M25. <laughs> we are not moving. No, because... I, don't, I don't feel Do you know so what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want that for Bond. I care about him. <laughs> <laughs> I care about the country who he is here to protect. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, that's not the future I want for, for 007. <laughs> Selfishly. No. Very good, Jennifer. <laughs> Thank you very much for your thoughts. And... No worries. Have me back any time. Of course, of course. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.